Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey friends, it's your boy Matt Donald here to let you know once again that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you'll find bonus content for the Ritwit and Paleobites, my two podcasts, my two Little podcasts that could. For the bonus Paleobites content, we're discussing pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Dinosaur King, a video game turned anime, turned card game. It's basically Pokemon, but with dinosaurs. It's great stuff. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful day! Roar! Growl! Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast whose least favorite reindeer is Comet. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who, uh, let's see, i got to think of a new one every week. Ah! Someone who knows who, too many conspiracy theorists yes, and conspiracy theories. Yeah, yes. She she believes that all birds are government drones, that the world <laughs> is flat, and uh, and that the government is run by lizard people. Clearly. I mean, have you not seen the evidence? That's true. <laughs> Natasha Crack, how are you? Oh, doing quite well. Ah, that's good. That's good. I love the people who think that birds aren't real. (laughs) As someone with a bird, I'm like, that's a really sweet government drone. It is a nice government drone, isn't it? Yeah, and maybe it has defunct... They love us in our town of Nightmare. Yeah, they... they... (laughs) (laughs) I just... (laughs) Does that mean that dinosaurs are government drones, too, because birds evolved from dinosaurs? (laughs) No, no, the government just wanted to create a convincing link between 
birds and dinosaurs. Ah, okay. Therefore, all dinosaurs had feathers. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Okay. Therefore, birds have feathers. Therefore, government drones of the past. Right. Right. Or maybe <laughs> this goes this goes deeper than that. So you know how some some creationists say that dinosaur fossils were put into the ground to test people's faith. Oh, and the Earth is only six thousand years old. Yes, yes. It's been six thousand years old for the last a thousand years. <laughs> oh my goodness! How did we not know? <laughs> Uh, but, okay, so how about, instead of that, how about the government put dinosaur fossils in the dirt to create a, a compelling ancestor what? to their government drones? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's it all, all making sense! It is! It's brilliant! We it's, must tell the world! We must tell the world! Oh, wait, no, I hear the government stomping down our door! No! We gotta get out of here! <laughs> Innocence. We didn't do it this time. Don't take us to the edge of the world, flat Earth, like government. Not not Area Fifty One. No, no, no. You know everything went to hell after we raided Area Fifty One. That's what's going on. That's what happened to Twenty Twenty. In Twenty Nineteen, we raided Area Fifty (laughs) One. Or at least we threatened to. Yeah, I think like fifty people showed up, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and I think they just threw a big old party in the middle of the desert. Well, that's nice. And who knows if they were actually at Area Fifty (laughs) One because Uh, that's still, you know. I mean, classify where it is. Actually, technically, it got declassified that it even exists. Oh. So, realistically, it does exist, but they have some perimeters. They would have gotten to the, to air, the edge of the perimeter, yeah. To the edge of the outermost perimeter, where their government knows that they're there and they're keeping an eye on them. Okay. But honestly, I feel bad for the guy who had to straight face explain to a high-ranking general what a Naruto run was. Can you imagine being that poor guy? (laughs) Maybe he got lucky and the government guy already knew. (laughs) Maybe, but still, can you imagine being in that guy's shoes having to explain, yes, Mr. Five-Star General, sir, a Naruto run is where they stick their arms out behind them and (laughs) they think it gives them an extra speed boost. Yeah, it creates less drag. (laughs) Uh, And then the government responded by sending their gigantopithecus against them. And speaking of which... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, gigantopithecus. Yes, it means giant ape. Oh, uh, speaking of giant ape, all the Bigfoot conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yes, this, folks, th- we've been hinting at a giant ape. Yeah. Well, no, this, it's not Bigfoot. Well, this might be the Yeti, considering where it is, because uh, this is, was in North America. It's in, like, China and Thailand and Vietnam and such. Okay, so it may have been in the range to give some rise to at least the Yeti and other yeah. local versions. Right, something like that. Uh, type, it is a... Pognine, which is uh, the group of great apes that includes the modern orangutan. Uh, uh, I always forget how to pronounce that. It looks like Pongane. Size 9 to 12 feet, so that's 2.7 to 3.7 meters tall. Convenient, isn't it? Yes, 440 to 660 pounds, so that's 200 to 300 kilograms. Uh, It was an herbivore, thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, Although I guess like a lot of primates, maybe it added a bit of Occasionally uh, ate some bugs, you know. Or occasionally scavenged a carcass or something. Yeah, 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 who knows. Primates aren't av- above it. They're specialists. I mean, they're not specialists, they're opportunists. They that's are. The, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, time, early to mid-Pleistocene, 2 million to 300,000 years ago. 
So it really wouldn't have come across humans. No, no at no. least not modern. Not humans. Homo sapiens. It might have come across some other. I think they were. I think Homo erectus was around this time. And stop giggling, everyone. I know everyone giggles when they hear Homo erectus. Come on, folks, get your head out of the sewer. Yeah, come on, guys. Okay, you're, not you're... that not that we don't enjoy a couple of those yeah. bad jokes. Um, what were you saying about that giant fungus again? <laughs> oh, that's right. Ah, yes. They're trying to see whose prototaxities was bigger. <laughs> so, uh, it was described... Oh, it's right. Location is in China, Thailand, Vietnam, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Uh, it was described in 1935. Pop culture appearances? There's quite a few, actually. Uh... It, the 2005 remake of King Kong claimed that Kong's species was a descendant of Gigantopithecus, even though he was more like a gorilla than an orangutan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's just it's a it's a convenient creature to have a giant ape evolve from. So it, I get what. Yeah, it is. convenience is convenience there. Yeah. Also, Ice Age: Continental Drift, where he's a villain voiced by Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Walking with Cavemen, Zoo Tycoon 2, Ark Survival Evolved. And oddly, the 2016 Jungle Book remake. That's the one I remember most. <laughs> yeah, which made King Louis a Gigantopithecus to make him more impressive. And because, as they said, orangutans don't live in India. <laughs> well, until we find fossils there, neither did Gigantopithecus. <laughs> Plus, it's now anachronistic. Like, highly anachronistic. Highly so anachronistic. So But at least they included his genus name, I Want to Be Like You, twice in rhyme. <laughs> Right? You might think it's ridiculous. That's me, a Gigantopithecus. <laughs> <laughs> Props for them being able to rhyme that. They did, and another, and, and then they went another one. They just were like, "Oh, I am truly magnificus. That's me, a Gigantopithecus, or something." <laughs> yeah, I just think it's funny because, like, uh, you know, the Jungle Book. The songs were written by the Sherman Brothers, uh, and they did did big songs for. Uh, Walt Disney back in the day. They also did Mary Poppins, the songs for that. Nice. Uh, there's currently one Sherman brother alive, and he was actually the one who updated the lyrics for the new one. So okay. I, just, I just like the idea of this old school Disney veteran trying to figure out what rhymes with Gigantopithecus. <laughs> you, you gotta give him props for <laughs> making that work in the first place. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird name to rhyme. Yeah. Uh, so this is yet another creature... That is basically uh, a, a big version of a creature we already have in the present. Add it to the list. We've done a lot of episodes on this. Uh, so far in the podcast alone, we've covered the giant millipede Arthropleura, the giant deer Megaloceros, the giant shark Megalodon, the giant caiman Purosaurus, the giant wolf Canis Dyrus, the giant snake Titanoboa, the giant beaver Castroides, <laughs> the giant penguin Anthropornis, the giant elephant Paleoxodon, the giant rabbit Neurolagus. Let's be honest, everything was bigger back then. Yeah. Sorry, Texas, you ain't got nothing on the past. Yeah. Everything was bigger in the past. Except for baleen whales, but literally everything else was bigger in the past. The blue whale is still the largest animal of all time, and it's alive today. Correct. But everything else was bigger. (laughs) Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, but yeah, the actual uh, size estimates of... Uh, this are actually difficult to determine because only the tooth and jaw elements are known of Gigantopithecus. We haven't found any body fossils at all. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and molar size and body size don't always correlate. That's so very correct with so many species. Yeah, there's some creatures with abnormally large teeth. Uh, the the jawbone probably makes it, since we do have a jawbone, that probably makes it a little bit easier. Uh, probably. Because yeah, unless this thing was like a big bobblehead, but <laughs> like a Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> nah, doubtful. Uh, good, because I hate Funko Pops. The, the whole point, I don't get Funko Pops. They have no expression. They have all of the same black beady eyes. I'm like, who wants that? Apparently a lot I, of people do. I don't quite get them either, but I see the appeal. I guess, but it's just like... To each their own, really. Like, there's a Funko Pop of Buzz Lightyear, and it's just like, by having him have that blank expression with the with the black eyes, Buzz Lightyear's all about doing, like, the, the, the upturned eyebrows and the big smile, you know? Just like, yeah. the, the kind of a smirk, you know? But just <laughs> Getting rid of that. I don't know. Anyway, that's my rant. I don't know. That's my rant about Funko Pops. Um, <laughs> I suppose to each their own. Uh, to but, each their own. Uh, but so the, the size estimates that I listed here for Gigantopithecus are currently the most agreed upon at the moment. But then again, like everything in paleontology, this is subject to change with further research. Uh, scientists. And hopefully not further fist fights. <laughs> I'm looking at you, astronomers. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what do they do? Oh, the reason Pluto got demoted to a planet. Oh, that's right, because they voted on it. No, they a... discovered the planet, the dwarf planet Eris. And apparently, astronomers got into a fist fight over it. Yes, I, I remember they discovered other... Yeah, because that's the, that's the argument I agree, in which I agree of why Pluto shouldn't be a planet. Because if Pluto was a planet, that means you have to count all these other things as planets, too. Yeah. Like Eris, like uh, Makemake... Like uh, series, series. Uh, there's some other ones. I, I don't know, but like it's like. But yes, astronomers. I'm looking at you. You got in a fist fight. Come on, the paleontologists actually have giant drills and hammers. Yeah. And you haven't. We have pickaxes. <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't gone to war. Yeah, come on, we're civil. Dinosaurs bring us all together. <laughs> Astronomy brings us apart. Uh, well, maybe that's not true. Actually, no, it's not bring us all together, too. We were all, the last time we were all one was when the man landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so ever, ever since then, it's been constant division. Um, Basically, yeah. All right. But scientists have theorized that Gigantopithecus is a relative of the orangutans for a long while. But a study in 2019 seemingly confirmed this, where scientists used peptide sequencing of dentine and enamel proteins of a Gigantopithecus molar, which basically means determining the amino acid sequence. Uh, uh, the study indicated that the modern orangutan and Gigantopithecus last shared a common ancestor in the late Miocene about 10 million years ago. And this same study also calculated that the orangutans and the African great apes, like chimps, gorillas, bonobos, and humans, diverged about 26 to 18 million years ago. Okay. So there's a long gap in between them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, despite having limited skeletal remains, the Gigantopithecus has always fascinated people. It's always been the, it's been the public eye for decades, which is pretty remarkable for a non-dinosaur, non-ice age creature. That really is pretty remarkable. Yeah. I mean, again, if you want to drag creationists into this, I would love to hear some of their hilarious apologetics for it. This is Goliath. This is what Goliath was. This just proves <laughs> that the Bible is true. <laughs> this is what David killed. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that that would probably don't give that idea to Ken Ham. He'll run with it. <laughs> he'll run with it. Oh, and then he'll put it on display at the Ark Encounter. Ah, oh, that museum. Didn't that museum get flooded? Didn't that they, happen? They did have. They did actually sue over some water damage, <laughs> which is so. <laughs> Funny! The jokes write themselves, man. I mean, there's so many YouTubers that have had a field day with that. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You're a boat-shaped yeah, display. That's I'm not going to call them a museum. A boat-shaped display. Yeah. Propaganda and piece. over water damage to a boat yeah exactly and, and not only a boat but a boat that was representative of a, of a vessel that was meant to survive a storm so extreme it ended the world so, <laughs> so. so you're suing over water damage <laughs> and you're made with modern materials yeah. yeah yeah that's okay though because according to that museum uh penguins hopped all the way from antarctica to the Middle Israel. East, Israel, and kangaroos hopped all the way over, and like, and all the other sloths, sloths eventually made their way all the way to Israel. Sloths make the some of the <laughs> least sense. I mean, come on, sloths. <laughs> yeah, and all the different species all fit in an arc that we have the exact dimensions of, like Which we technically wouldn't even sail if you look at the actual yeah, dimensions. Yeah, it, it's a box. It's a box. I mean, to be fair, I don't think it was supposed. I think it was just supposed to weather the storms. That part makes kind of. I mean, the yeah, only yeah. corroboration we have is that floods did occur in the Middle East in that region. Right. Well, the Tigris and Euphrates regularly flooded. Well, sometimes yeah. people got swept out to sea, but well, nothing plus, of that. Plus, scale. the big flood of mo- of human history was when the ice age ended and the sea levels rose. Yes. So that's but what modern humans didn't have. Mm-hmm. A lot of boat technology. Exactly. So they were like, oh, let's make a flood myth. Uh, uh, honestly, there's, there's very few cultures that actually just, don't have flood myths. Right. If just, I remember correct, Japan actually doesn't have a flood myth because that's just not funny to them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All the tsunamis and hurricanes they get. Yeah, it's just like just every day is a flood myth. <laughs> honestly, just watch the movie Noah. That movie's actually pretty good. Cause I've watched enough segments of it. I want to go put my head through the nearest brick wall. Well, Darren Aronofsky's an atheist, so it was... It, <laughs> He was doing it because he wanted to talk about the story of, like, does humanity worth saving and treat it as, like, a fantasy rather than, like, something that happens. So I kind of appreciate that. I can appreciate it for that alone, yeah. now that I know that tidbit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, Darren Aronofsky's a staunch atheist, so he didn't he didn't believe in that movie. Like, he doesn't believe that happened. So I mean, there's no evidence for it. Right, anyways. All right, so Gigantopithecus. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty remarkable for a non-dinosaur, non-Ice Age creature that's so famous. I guess it's, it's. I mean, it is in the Ice Age, technically, but it lives in the jungles rather than the snowy tundra, so it doesn't really count, I don't think. It lived during that It made time. it to the end of the Ice Age, but it, it and it, it but it, it first evolved beforehand, yes. just beforehand. So, like many primates and great apes. Mm-hmm. But I guess the idea—it's just because the idea of a giant primate has always fascinated people, from King Kong to Mighty Joe Young, <laughs> to so many to others. King Kong again, to Donkey Kong, <laughs> to Diddy Kong, <laughs> to Cranky Kong. Who else? I don't know. Let's There's be a... honest: us humans are just fascinated with apes. Yes, a- apes, primates, the lot of them. Yeah, they're, they're they're cool. It's an animal that's really human-like. So. They really are. Well, I mean, humans are really animals. Technically, we are We're great animals. apes. We, and we are animals, so yeah. There's not a lot genetically that separates us. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so we're at everyone's favorite part of the show. Maybe I don't know. We rate the animal one out of sixty-five million. Uh, I don't know. This one's pretty cruel. Uh, I'm sorry. This has information has been classified. <gasps> the government's found us. Not again. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it pretty high. I'm gonna rate like a fifty million. Like I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you in this case. Fifty million is a fair score for this animal. Well, and plus it was really giant in Jungle Book, and it was voiced by Christopher Walken, so that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just have to give it that score due to the human fascination with apes. Yeah, exactly. No, that's it's, it's a good score. All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at mattsd at matthewdonecareer.com. Uh, I can relay questions to any of the co-hosts or, you know, just my way. And Oh, yeah, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you would. It really helps the algorithm. Um if you're interested in reading, I have a book series. Oh, I did out of order for again, but who cares? <laughs> I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Dinosaurs with laser guns. Pew, 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 pew. No Gigantopithecus, because that was a bit later, but... Well, more than a bit. Just just a tad. Just a, just a smidge. What, about 65 million years? Yeah, 60, 60, maybe 64 million years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um... Yeah, so, and then also I have another podcast called The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about ritting. It's a writing podcast. That's basically what it is. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, that's it for this week. And as we say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh oh, here we go. Uh, we're going to have to do the. What does an orangutan make? I know what gorillas make. What do orangutans make? Well, I don't think this thing would have sounded too much like an orangutan, but I know orangutans have quite the range of vocalizations. Okay, yeah. Name one. <laughs> I checked. Oh, offhand, I can't remember them without sounding like a screaming monkey. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's the Gigantopithecus, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.